Hold on a second. Sorry, sorry. Never mind, it's charging like a real quick. So, like, never mind. Oh, wait, Leslie? <laughs> Leslie, is that like the hold music? Yes. <laughs> my body, my body, my body. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey guys. <laughs> Still the hardest 10 seconds of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk. Um, would you like to jump into the holidays, I let's, guess? Let's do it. So we picked two today, um, and they're very fall related. The first yeah. one is National Pumpkin Day. Boom. I love some pumpkins. Yeah. And you got some pumpkin tea. So I did get some pumpkin spice tea from Harney and Sons, favorite tea people. So awesome. Yep. Um, and the other one is Worldwide World, <laughs> World Ooh, hey. Wide Howl at the Moon Night. Heck yes. Point. Heck yes. So I was, do you want me to tell, tell them now about my costume? Do it. Oh, and Leslie, before we start recording about my costume that just arrived today, my father is a professional Santa. My mother is a professional Mrs. Claus. And I uh, about like a month and a half ago, I think, or so, I asked if they had any extra old Santa costume. Obviously, he's his real costume's like thousands of dollars and, um, you know, kind of <laughs> intimidating and very fancy. And so I knew I couldn't have that, but he's been doing it for more than man I think like like 15 years or so and so I knew there would be some old versions you know of the of the uh, costume that there just wasn't stored or something and I asked and because I love the idea of little me <laughs> walking out so <laughs> sorry I should tell us in order um so I asked if there were if I could have them and my mother just now today I I received in the mail a funny little box that had like nuts and like rice and garbanzo beans and stuff in it. It was really funny. It was like kind of a I'm in school care package uh, and some T-shirts because they went on a trip. And she got me some T-shirts and um, a Santa costume, which I is going to be. And I'm going to walk around, I think, on Saturday night. Uh, I was. Yeah, I am going to do it on Saturday because I was maybe going to go to a movie on Friday. And then I realized I have a friend visiting Saturday day, but I don't have anything Saturday night. And my friend Matt was talking about going to see uh, well, Ouija 2. Because <laughs> you and I saw Ouija oh, 1. Yeah. Oh, God, it's going to be really bad. They were talking really about that on the No Sleep podcast. One of the Are writers they? like of the stories and stuff wrote it, I think, or directed it. Oh. Something like that. I don't know what to say about that. I don't, because <laughs> it still may not be good. You yeah, know, I don't it's know. like, well, I mean, no sleep sometimes too, as far as like, like sometimes it's really damn scary. And other times I'm like, what cheap, come on, you know, so <laughs> there probably will be a little bit of that. But um, 
yeah, I with when I received this, I was like, I have to wear this in New York City. Yeah. Um. So I have to get a. I have to get a beard, of course, because you know I can rock a beard. Yeah, you can. As I have in the past, as Gandalf and as Bob um, Ross. as Bob Ross, which that Bob Ross one was painted on, He's which so I could amazing. do with Santa. <laughs> I love him. Uh, but the funny thing about this is my dad's like six one, uh, and I'm not. I'm like five four or five five or something. And then uh, my dad is like I don't know three hundred fifty four hundred pounds, and I am not. I'm gonna use uh, all so, the pictures and send them to me. Yeah, so it's gonna. <laughs> This is going to be, I kind of, I'm not sure if what I want to do is not just Santa, because it'd be adorable for me. And I also look kind of like my dad. As I get older, I look a lot more like my mom, but I used to be called uh, Little Ron, because my dad's name is Ron, uh, when I was younger. And um, so that's kind of, this is just hilarious. I don't think I'm going to do anything with, oh, my hair. I didn't think about that. Maybe I'll just use that, like, cheap spray stuff and make it white. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I care. I think, like like young Santa's kind of hot too, you know, like what if I have, like what if I get like an auburn beard to go with my hair? Too bad I don't have my pink hair anymore, but you know, like what if it's not even white? Uh, we'll see. I'll go by a store probably tomorrow and or Friday and, and check out what's going on. But um, uh, I kind of like the idea of, I'm going to, I want to go to the movie <laughs> in my costume. Uh, so I'll be like on the subway uh, or actually I think I can walk to the one we're going to the theater we're going to and I have to walk through Harlem to get there. So that'll be fun. And then, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, depending on how this suit looks on me and maybe like, I'm like an out of work Santa or something. <laughs> you know, Like I'm like a destitute Santa. I don't know. It may be, it may be kind of a sad story, but um, I just have a funny sense of humor. I was going to hold it for like next year. I was like, Oh, I don't have any, I'm working. I mean, I'm working at the hospital and we're hope this is the funny part. So on actual Halloween, which is Monday, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm working at a Jewish hospital during the day and then go straight to a, a course on Paul's letter to the Romans that evening <laughs> until 9 p.m. So not really an opportunity to be festive or anything unless I was going to not go to class or not go to work or something, but I don't do that kind of stuff normally. So uh, that God, that was a long one. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about holidays, but yeah, pumpkins and howling at the moons and all those things. Rosie, what are your what are your Halloween plans? Since um, I share work. <laughs> are you doing out candy? We're gonna yeah. hand out candy this year. We haven't done oh. that since I bought the house. Oh no, we haven't. Well, so, oh, that's actually they're always cute little kids, but no, we yeah, haven't. Yeah, and then like a bunch of people bring their kids to our neighborhood because there's so many mm -hmm. places to go, which is really awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna turn the light on this time. Hopefully, Mel's will get home in time. Um, she's supposed oh. to work till seven, but she's gonna ask off to see if she can get off early. Oh, okay, I'm gonna dress up like Ro from Star Trek, uh, Michelle Forbes. Oh, I forgot. Yep. Yes. Because I got that jacket yes. from Think Geek on sale. You should um put a picture up. I, I'll do that. Yeah. Well, I meant of 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 her. Yeah. Also, so I that mean, what you look like, and then I guess we can put up maybe like for next week's <laughs> show notes, we will reconvene about how yeah. this all went and um, <laughs> put up our costumes or something. Yeah. Since we now let you guys see what we look like, I guess. <laughs> Originally, we were kind of nice and secretive, and now we don't care, I guess. Um, uh, would you like to share your Shoemaker moment? 
Yeah, I'm very excited about my sugar breaker moment this week because I voted early. Um, in North Carolina, voting started on Thursday, and I asked my boss, I was like, can I take a short lunch and leave early on Thursday so I can go vote? And he, of course, does not care because he's cool. And um, I stood in line for about 45 minutes, which I was never so happy to stand in line in all of my life hmm. because I always and The weather early. wasn't that bad, right? No, it was a little hot, but it wasn't oh. like, <laughs> I mean, it's it North Carolina in October. Hot. It was in the 80s. It was a little hot. Um, but it wasn't too bad. And, uh, everybody was like, you know, really like, I don't know, nice and all kind of happy to be there. I mean, we were all like, kind of like, it's October. Why is it 85? But we were happy to be, uh, practicing our, our civic duty. Um, we actually have 40 positions that I counted on the ballot. Um, so it was a lot of research and, um, I I did straight ticket apart from, well, I pretty much did straight ticket. Yeah. I did too. And I was so upset because like I always do all this research and I like usually, I don't usually vote straight ticket. Um, yeah, me neither. And this time I I just looked up people and I was just reading their statements and I was like, nope, nope, nope. So it was like legit. Like, nope. I picked a person, not a party, but they just happened to all be in this one party. Um, and in North Carolina, you know, like the president, I mean, the president is important. Don't get me wrong. This is like <laughs> the most, maybe the most important and the most ludicrous election <clears throat> in all of history. Worst election ever. Hashtag but, worst election ever. That's what yeah. I always put when I talk about it. But in our state, like we, uh, our governor's seat is up for election. Our U.S. Senate representative, our U.S. House representative, all of our state senators and U.S. Uh, or like state uh, house members uh judges is really important because our governor used to appoint judges and now we get to vote for them so all of their seats are basically up for us to vote for Leslie, you can't downplay north carolina has been very very important in the political scene this year oh, yeah, and we're a swing state you know um <clears throat> yeah one of the big swing states this year too so like there's so many reasons to vote in north carolina even if you like, if you hate Trump and you can't bring yourself to vote for Hillary or, you know, you hate Hillary, you hate Trump, whatever, like, you don't have to vote in every single uh, position. You can mm-hmm. leave stuff blank and it just doesn't count. Like, I didn't vote for the people who were, went unopposed because I didn't do any research on them because I had so much oh, other research okay. to do and I didn't want to vote for someone I hadn't researched. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you don't have to vote for everything. But if you're, like, no. invested in your state and your community <clears throat> um, and what's going on around you, you can just vote for those things. But uh, I was also happy to see like a lot of friends voted over the weekend, you know, and posted their pictures and stuff on the Internet. And there were lines mm-hmm. like everywhere in Raleigh, like all weekend. So, yeah, I sent in my I, my absentee ballot, ballot even yeah. though I'm in. I mean, have you looked at that map? I mean, Trump is not going to win New York. <laughs> so and he's not they don't they don't think he's going to win North Carolina either. But Ooh. North Carolina's like that kind of gray blue. That's not yeah. definite. Yeah. So, so I was like, uh, yeah, and I also hate what they have done in my absence. So yeah. I did an absentee ballot. I cannot believe it. It's excellent. It's just crazy. But the, all yeah. of the people out voting, it makes me really happy because I vote early every time we have a, a voter cycle or election or whatever. And did we vote early when we went together? We did. Was that early? Yeah, we voted in Cary. We voted early. Okay. Um. Good. So, yeah, like, I don't vote on Election Day because I would basically have to take a whole day off of work. Um, and there's, yeah. like, never oh. anyone there when I vote early. So I was really happy to stand in line. How about you? Yeah. What's your sugar I, was just think, I was just thinking of other times I voted. I'm like, yeah, I think I've usually gone early because it was just so much easier. Mm-hmm. 
Um, unless it's a weekend, I guess that's always hard. Sugar baker moment. Um, I was craving some veggie poutine like I had in Toronto. And I was uh, slated to hang out with my friend Michaela this weekend. And she was like, what do you want to do? Um, so I said, do you happen to know anywhere that has like good French fries or like veggie poutine? Because that's actually hard to get somewhere that has a not meat based gravy. Because mm-hmm. um, of course you can get poutine places. And actually, there's one place here I gotta check out. They do like a tikka masala Ooh. sauce on it, uh, which I know you wouldn't necessarily like, but I like it. Um, so there are uh, different versions of poutine, but there aren't that many. I like the places I, I, I when I research and I look up, then they close before I get to them. So um, that's sad. Like there was a Canadian burger place apparently here that did a good multiple versions of poutine but Michaela found a place uh where she lives in Brooklyn so I you know went to Brooklyn like I do which yeah it takes like at least an hour from where we live in two or three trains so it's always like a journey and usually something happens if it's on the weekend I was like half an hour late even though I gave myself half an hour extra a uh, good thing I had podcasts and knitting on the train and the train just kept stopping so it's always a damn journey the last time I came back from Brooklyn, from visiting her. I mean, I go back, I go, uh, you know, some, sometimes anyway, but, um, uh, the last time I came back, there was a snake on the car that was beside me. Did I tell you about that? No. There was like a Python, uh, around a guy's shoulders in the car next to me. And he was just like saying, Hey to people. Okay. And I used to really like snakes a lot. I don't know if I would have been completely comfortable. It wasn't a very big one. It was just like, uh, it was like, down to the guys like maybe elbows or so um and it looked like dark to me um anyway but yeah there's always something when i go to brooklyn but this time it was a fun adventure even though it took a long time to get there i went to perfect potato uh and they're adorable all they do is the poutine which they have multiple types uh they even do a vegan one with like i think it was like vegan cheese and stuff i just like the gravy though they did so i got the one that has the mushroom gravy Mm -hmm. Uh, or you can also do like there's a mushroom poutine that has like like vegetables like char- like chopped up with it. There's even one that's like the hangover cure, oh, where nice. it has like I know it has like blueberries and um, I think it looks like blueberries, multiple types of tomatoes, like those little very vibrant ones, and like a fried egg or something was on top of it. Which I used to eat that quite a lot actually. Uh, chips and and egg is what I would eat. And so, yeah, so that's all they do is they do poutine, they do milkshakes, um, they have fancy sodas and Belgian frites. And they even had, so they had like, they had that and my friend got, Michaela got the just fries and she got the coconut curry dipping sauce, but they had like a dozen dipping sauces. Mm. And it was, those are like the best fries. My friend asked, cause we like to go and get fries as <laughs> just a thing. Like sometimes like, let's go get some fries. Um, and he asked like, if it was good. And I was like, it's actually like the best I've had in, since I've moved to New York, I think. And they even are the kind, they're the proper poutine. They're like, uh, I don't know if they are actually red potatoes. Cause I think that's the traditional, mm-hmm. but they do have the, uh, skin on them, you know, and it's like fried really well. And they were so, they were so good. And then afterwards she was so funny. I was like having a really fun, like, um, international, kind of night because she was like, let's go somewhere else and sit a little longer. Cause it was getting busier 
I, I met her at like a weird time, like three thirty, because I eat at weird times. Um, and like she had eaten lunch, <laughs> so like I had not. I was like ready for the potatoes. I got the large, and I really should not have gotten the large. I was like really full. But then she asked me, "Oh, would you like to go to a Swedish cafe?" And I, I was like, "Yes," but I didn't. <laughs> like I was like, I don't know what that means. I don't think apart from like IKEA. I haven't <laughs> been to like a Swedish chef. I don't think um, uh, my only like Scandinavian food reference besides ugh, like Ikea is making these Finnish uh, Christmas cakes with my, this is, I just remember, realized this is such a stupid and long story, but it doesn't matter. We used to make Finnish Christmas spice cake things with someone that I lived with when I was younger. Uh, <laughs> so that's my only reference. I'd have to ask him. We're still friends. I'd have to ask him what they're called. Um, but I was like, what the hell is going to be like at a Swedish cafe? We go and uh, it was at the beans. We're like roasted, like Swedishly. And they're probably from Sweden, <laughs> which doesn't seem like a very hot coffee place. Uh, you know, like it's usually you need like a very hot climate, you know, like Brazil. Um, but, um, uh, we went there and there's, there was some, actually some, um, Swedish like baked goods as well. And, uh, they had a maple latte. And so I was so excited cause I was like, what? <laughs> cause you know, I love fucking Canada. So, <laughs> so, I, so I get to have, you know, veggie poutine and I get to have a maple latte. <laughs> so it was a good I'm like the biggest damn dork in the world. I am well aware. And I'm, cool. I know I'm obsessed and I don't give a shit. So there we go. So that's my really long sugar bake room. I'm sorry. Sugar I'm always moment. rambly. Thanks, buddy. Uh, should I talk about the episodes? What do we watch this week? Man, it is actually quite um highly rated uh by people it has 8.5 out of 10 stars on imdb nice. and does it have a meta score do they do that for episodes i don't see it uh so people liked it um so i will read what tv guide says about it season one episode 21 first aired may 4th 1987 grand slam thank you ma'am Suzanne aims to get even with her ex-husband, oh, excuse me, when her ex-husband writes in his autobiography of his affairs during their marriage. Uh, They don't have the guest stars, but I know that Greg Henry uh, guest stars as her husband, Jack Dent, who has been, like, in so many things. Is there anything that you love him in? Or not love, but, you know, you remember him from? Uh, I watched The Killing. Well, I watched the first. Oh, you did? Killing. Yeah. Well, Michelle Forbes is in it, so I watched the first oh, season. So of course, right, 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 right. Um, I remember him from like Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. um, he, and he. I know he was in Gilmore Girls, and then he was also in White Collar. He was mm-hmm. in. Oh my God, he was in Magnum PI. That's great. Yeah, he was in uh, The Riches. I watched the first season of that. Oh yeah, me too. Oh, that's right. Uh, he oh, he's was in the Torkelsons. Shut. Yeah. Up. Uh, okay. Yep. Look, we're doing a Torkelsons podcast. <laughs> Although I feel like that's going to be even harder to find yes. than this. Like, is it even on DVD? Probably not. Um, and then, oh, he's in Murder She Wrote. I bet I remember him from that. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember him from Murder, She Wrote. He was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. And 24. Mm -hmm. Is that the season I watched? Yes, I I watched that season, I think. Yeah. Um, Because I stopped it. 24 got, like, too dark for me eventually. Even though I love it and I love uh, Jack, uh, I just, it got too dark. When, when, like, a character died. I mean, it's pretty sad from the beginning, but a particular character died. It just was, like, a little too, like, disturbing to me, the relationship with the people. And I was like, ah, I don't know about this. Uh, and I feel like he was also in something else. I'm looking. God, he's got a prolific. Uh, yeah, look oh, my God. Leslie, he was in Leverage. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Leverage. Yep. Uh, he was also uh, in an episode of ER. And so, you know the guy, and we'll get to this, obviously, but you know the guy when Suzanne is drunk and like booing at the TV and he turns around and he's like, Hey, you know, some of us trying to watch this or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was, you remember on ER, like the guy who worked at the front desk. Oh, Leslie. <laughs> you're, you're giving my memory too much. credit. <laughs> but that was, uh, I, was like, I, I know him and I looked him up and it's cause wow. he was on ER, but so they were on an episode of ER together. That's impressive. Time. That's impressive. Oh, wait, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm on the train. There we go. I just yeah. got it. Probably. I, you know, I was struggle bussing through this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I just had trouble. I was just t- tired and not paying attention and whatever. <laughs> I love how I missed the point, you know, uh, <laughs> second until the second time around. I was like, oh, I like the storyline listed on IMDb because it says in the in his essay, he writes a scandalous autobiography in which he admits to an unprecedented amount of infidelity. That's dramatic. <laughs> they, they didn't say it in that voice, but I did. I so it. I just. <laughs> oh, man. So um, he's in a lot of things. He actually was in the most recent season of Scandal as well, mm-hmm. which I'm also not watching because, damn, it's so intense. I haven't seen it. It's too intense. I really like some of the characters in it. As we know, I love the one, the who is the actor that played Julia's son? That guy, how he's in Scandal later and oh, he's like an yeah. assassin. He's like so hot. <laughs> which is weird. Oh, uh, just being such a stereotype liking the bad boys. But I don't know. It's just because I think because I'd only seen him as like nice characters. So it's kind of a funny twist. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So the episode. Okay, Let's get it. So we started Sugar Breakers as usual. And yeah. Julia put an ad in the newspaper and she's looking for the home section because she wants to see the ad. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Charlene like starts making up excuses. She's like, "Where's where's the rest of the newspaper?" And oh, she's like, fine. "Maybe maybe they left the home section out of our newspaper. Maybe <laughs> the dog carried it off. Maybe <laughs> it was a seeing eye dog." Uh, nope. and then Julia's like, "What? No, where is it?" And then Charlene's like, "Don't I owe you a dollar from lunch the other day?" <laughs> and then she goes into this very long story about the life of a dollar and how. Like you and your future soulmate could have potentially like used the same dollar. Hmm. It was really long. Uh, Obviously she's trying to stall. Yeah. And she's like, she tells Julia that it's just going to make her mad. And the ad is really small because their rates went up and like for $350, it's It's so funny. It's tiny. And while they're doing oh. this back and forth and Julia starts flipping out, Mary Jo comes in and uh, looks at the ad and she like, you know, is 
trying to see it. It's very difficult. And Julia says, if you rolled our ad up, it could be a high school diploma for a gnat. <laughs> and she and Julia says that the only person who would come in because of this ad would be someone who came in because they blew up the ad to a size where they could read it. And frankly, I don't want someone like that coming in. And they're like, why not? And she says, because they'd be unbalanced. And Mary Jo says, well, that doesn't stop the rest of us from coming in here every day. <laughs> oh, man. At this point, oh. Suzanne comes in. and Mary I like Jo's- how this kind of sets the tone for the episode, I think. It's yeah. just like, it's going to be like, just just kind of ridiculous and funny. And, and, and you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary Jo follows up her joke with, I rest my case. And uh, Suzanne points out how she's sick and tired of people next door, uh, which is a construction site. And all she ever hears is, I can't believe how big they are. And Julia says, they're probably just talking about your purse (laughs) or your buns. Yeah, but the buns. (laughs) That took me a minute. I don't know why I like the buns so much in this context. (laughs) oh man and then Suzanne's like just once I'd like to walk in here without being personally attacked and Julia says I could cut down but I wouldn't want to go cold turkey yeah and um, during this uh, Jack who is one of Suzanne's ex-husbands calls and Charlene just kind of strikes up like a fun conversation with him she's like you know you gotta come visit us my family doesn't even know that I know you and um, Suzanne then takes it on the portable phone I did not know <laughs> they had a portable yep. phone. It's yep. quite 80s with an antenna Maybe to the ceiling. I bet it's new. I bet it's new. It may be new. Yeah, because we've never seen it before. Um, yeah. State of the art technology right there. Yeah. Uh, Jack wants to go to dinner, and she says they thought they had dinner November, or was it October? I get those burr months mixed up. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's written autobiography, and uh, she's in it, and he would like her to read the manuscript. And she says, it's not long, is it? And he basically, like, we get this all from her side of the conversation. Uh, He's written a book about his life in baseball. And Suzanne says after she gets off the phone, I hate to read. I'll just tell him I read it. He'll never know the difference. (laughs) Oh, no. You're in it, sweetheart. Like, yep. You should want to I read feel like it. She's she's such a narcissist. You'd think she'd want to read it. You would think, especially if right? it's about her or parts of it are about yeah. her. And, yeah. Uh, but Jones, it is her ex husband, so it could be that she doesn't, she you know, care. really want to. No, but also that, like, she doesn't want to read it because maybe it won't be flattering. Oh, yeah. But she keeps, like, and then she keeps on saying, like, she trusts him and, like, she can't imagine there'd be anything bad in it because, like, he, uh, like, adored her and all he ever did was, you know talk good about her because it comes up very soon um but mary joe says aren't you curious what he said about you and she's like mm-hmm. not enough to read a whole book and she says <laughs> i already know how he feels about me he's still madly in love with me oh oh yeah yeah that does take away my <laughs> idea that it could be bad and uh but, yeah. charlene says that he's definitely the cutest of her ex-husbands oh yeah and suzanne said that she needed someone who could talk about something besides baseball and mary joe's like what and she's like, me. Jack only ever wanted to talk about those saliva balls of his. And Charlene Crowex says spitballs. <laughs> and then she says that, you know, like their their marriage fell apart and the only place that it really ever worked was in bed. Like they had fabulous sex. Oh, and again, Mary Jo, I know what you mean. Fabulous sex can just drag you down. 
<laughs> and Charlene says that she, you know she understands. You know you can have great chemistry with people, but you just can't live with them. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says, "Yeah, he just uh, like used to throw his clothes all over the place, and I like things neat. That's why I have a maid. I told him to get his own maid, but he refused. You see, that's <laughs> that's the kind of thing I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. So hard, so mm-hmm. difficult. Oh my god, I love her. And she she it's points out that if he hadn't been so in love with her, it wouldn't have lasted as long as it did." Mm-hmm. And then Julia recalls one of their fights that ended with him riding face down on the hood of the car to the police station. <laughs> and then she imagine out she that, can like, fight. Yeah, because of like all of this, like she, like Julia says, she'd be more than a little curious to read it yeah. and find out what he said. And Suzanne is confident that her exes wouldn't say anything about her, and she's mm-hmm. so confident that she says Julia can read the manuscript, and she won't even ask her what's in it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Julia <laughs> agrees, and she says she only wants don't, to know one thing. Don't agree to that before All you. All she wants to know is if he mentions her rolling up her PJ bottoms when she runs out of underwear. <laughs> That's it. That's all she wants to know. Oh, funny. <clears throat> and then we cut to, I guess, you know, later on, and um, Mary Jo's pacing around, and she's, she's like, can't work. It's too hard. Julia's up there reading mm-hmm. the manuscript, and it's too quiet. I just, I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Charlene tells Anthony to go upstairs and check on her. Mm-hmm. And then my next note is Anthony sweater in all caps. Oh, I really like his sweater. I did. I didn't really pay attention. Oh, dang it! It's kind of like a plastic <laughs> sweater. It looks really good. On oh wait, him. I did. Kinda I did. Kind of like quantum really... leap, but like yeah, not as busy. Um, yeah. And he says no. She told uh, him specifically to not interrupt her unless there was a fire and it had reached the second floor. Mm-hmm. And then Mary Jo points out that he's being like, like real smooth about all this. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. seem interested or curious. And she says, There's "You didn't by chance open it up on the way over here, did you?" <laughs> yep. And he's like, "I cannot believe you would think I would do that. Of course, I didn't open it. It fell out." <laughs> and he mm-hmm. takes a sip of his tea. Like, right although, why he would he not be able? Like, why is it a bad thing that he read it? I feel like that's okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess it's mm. just because like they don't know what's in it yet, and so yeah. Like, why didn't you tell us? You know, you buried the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Anthony says he didn't read the whole thing. He says, "I'm not an Evelyn Wood graduate," and I had to look. Her I didn't up. get that. Thank she you. I didn't. Invent, get that. Well, she didn't invent, but like she did a lot of studying with speed reading and taught people basically how to speed read. Oh. She was kind of like the champion behind that whole movement. I need to get behind that movement. She uh, <laughs> created a system to increase a reader's speed by a factor of two to five times while increasing retention, according to Wikipedia. Hmm. Um, yeah, so he just points out that he glanced at a couple of chapters. Yeah. And they're like, and? And he's like, basically, the dude had more groupies than all the rock stars in North America. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Mm-hmm. And about this time, Julia comes barreling down the stairs, and she says, what I want to know is, when did this man have time to play baseball? <laughs> oh, and no. Says, he played that moment ball. really got me. I was starting to, like, cringe at that point. I was like, oh, shit. No. And he yeah, wrote about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and, uh. So Mary Jo says, you know, he played around while they were married. And Julia says, I don't think I call it playing around. More like sexual bombing strikes on major American cities. Mm. And so Charlene is worried about Suzanne. Like, she knows it's going to upset her. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Julia says that she had a feeling about this one. Never trust a man who spits tobacco into a potted plant when you're not looking. Oh. Sage life <laughs> advice. Oh. I think, I mean, there's so many parts of that sentence that, that I'm like, you could just take out a, a part of it. And you're like, yeah, don't do that. And don't do that. Mm-hmm. And don't do that. Like, no. Tobacco spitting, <laughs> like none of, just of none it. of these things. Yeah, <laughs> it's all bad. And Suzanne comes in, and they're immediately like trying to hide it. And she's mm-hmm. like, "What's going on?" And Charlie says, "Nothing. We're just standing in a circle talking." Oh God, awkward. And she thinks that they're trying to like build suspense and trying to like goad her into being interested, oh. and like making her think that they said something. He said something bad about her because she knows yeah. he never would. Yeah. And so she's acting like she doesn't care. And Anthony just says, his time will come. And then Mary Jo tells her, you know, it's a really good decision to not read it. And Julia's being really quiet. I don't know, though. I would feel like I'd want my friend to read it because I'd want them to know. And I, and I would want, maybe I would almost want to tell them Yeah. more than her reading. Like, if it was about, God forbid, you end up in this kind of situation. But I would have to tell. I know, like, this would be weird. Um, But I would have to, like, tell you. I want it to come from me. uh, Or I'd want to be with you when you read it or something. I wouldn't want it to be, like, yeah, because what if this this. gets, like, big and then she finds out because it's on, like, TV or something. Like, Mm -hmm. oof, nope, nope. And so Suzanne asks Julia if she liked it because she's being very quiet. And she says, Mm -hmm. yes, it was very interesting. It has all the elements, adventure, travel, romance, as in extracurricular. And then, uh, you know, they start talking about it. And Suzanne, like, I guess asks her what she should read or where she should start. Mm -hmm. And Julia says, chapter four, Girls of the Royal Canadian Mounties. Which is actually kind of a good joke. I actually joke. really liked that. <laughs> like I, you know, I want to like it, but then at the same time, I'm just annoyed this entire time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So then we cut to I guess it's that evening. They've gone to a bar because oh man, you need to drink when you get this kind of news. Cue Suzanne being drunk the rest of the episode. Pretty well, much. Not later. I guess well, not drunk the and then hungover a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make a point. Yeah. And she points out that Suzanne says she likes this bar because no one here knows her. And then Mary Jo's like, well, you know, at least he was discreet and didn't like name names. And Charlene mm-hmm. says he didn't have to name names. He named states. <laughs> yeah. And Mary Jo like- says it's not fair. You know, he gets all the adulation. She gets all the humiliation. Yeah. And which um, look, bigger bigger picture, yes. Let's talk about this. That oh no, I guess we can talk about it when we find out the truth. Go ahead. Yeah. But yeah, but you're right. right. I know what you're gonna say. Um yeah. and you're right. Uh, so <laughs> Suzanne points out that like this book being released will be like strangers going through her lingerie drawer. Oh. And she starts uh so there's an interview on T V with Jack, her ex, because um, he is a pitcher for the Braves and he's really good at it apparently and mm-hmm. so she starts loudly booing at the screen mm-hmm. and Julia says I told you you never should have let her order a drink that doesn't come with a little umbrella in it <laughs> she's drinking like a what is she drinking martinis, it looks like she's martinis yeah yeah, yeah there's a glass and there's an olive and everything yeah and so while she's booing a man turns around and tells her to be mm-hmm. quiet and this man is Troy Evans from ER <laughs> you're so good he I was Frank yeah, and 129 episodes. That's a lot. 
Wow. Wow. Um, so uh, Julia says, you know, like this book's got to go unpublished. And Charlene mm-hmm. says, I don't know about that. You know, he's won every game this season. He could mug Mother Teresa at this point and people would still love him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Suzanne says she used to think that those women were just fans, like not actual groupies. And she's mm-hmm. like getting all riled up and she's like, I'm nobody's passy. You know, I've done some bad things myself. And then Julia's like, it wouldn't tax my imagination to think about the bad things that you've probably done. And mm. she says, I did one thing so bad, he doesn't even know about it. And so apparently on August 26, 1983, which comes up again in the locker room, um, they just had the biggest fight and he walked right out in the middle of it and she was really mad and she saw something sticking out of his bat bag. And so she took it <laughs> and she put it in his athletic oh, cup that goes oh, in his jockstrap. And they yeah. lost the game nine to one. And she says mm. she used to feel bad about it. And Mary Jo says, how do you feel now? And she's she like, just like... the finals of six beauty pageants. <laughs> Validation. Um, ben Gay is like really like tingly. Yeah. Wow. That's, I'm trying to figure out why it would be so bad because I'm not. So. It, yeah. Oh, wait, I think it gets hot too, right? Mm-hmm. I think it warms up. Like it would just be very put on like sore muscles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So she says, like, she's fortified herself with all this alcohol, and she wants a cab to the stadium. She feels like playing a little mm-hmm. hardball. Mm-hmm. And so she just waltzes right into the locker room. Of oh, my gracious. Braves, does not yep. care. Clearly nope. been drinking. And then she, I made a gif of this. I think I posted on, I think it's posted on Tumblr, um, where she, she's talking to one of the players, and she's looking for Jack, and she's like, where is she? And she, like, like grabs the towel from around his neck, pulls it out of his neck. <laughs> yep then climbs over, like, the little bench and then finds him yeah. and just slaps him in the ass. So funny. He's not wearing pants. Well, he's got, like, boxer shorts on, yeah, but, yeah. But he's not wearing, like, pants. Everybody else except the guys who are obviously in towels have their pants on because mm-hmm. they're getting ready mm-hmm. to play. He doesn't mm-hmm. have his pants on yet. And she's like, did you leave him at the hotel or did you just not wear them anymore? Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's, she's, like... She's clearly drunk. I love all this. Yeah, she's kind of going <laughs> off on him and... He apologizes and he says he did, he wanted her to read it and he didn't want her to be mad. And Mm -hmm. he figured she didn't care because they're not married anymore. And she's like, yeah, but we were married and I trusted you because we were married. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, she says, you know, she points out all the things she used to do for him. And he's like, yeah, but you can't even slice cheese. And she's like, yeah, but my maid got you all your vitamin C pills and Mm -hmm. blood out of your cleats. Mm-hmm. And then she says, I claim a small victory tonight. The victory of the Pittsburgh Pirates over the Atlanta Braves, August 26, <laughs> 1983. Oh, man. And he's like, he asks if they're, you know, the fighting is over. And she's like, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. And then mm-hmm. the national anthem starts playing. Yeah. And she says, I guess it's over. <laughs> it was such a good delivery. It was. Good time. Yeah. And oh, so he wants to come over after the game. And mm-hmm. he starts kissing on her neck, and she says that uh, if he, not if he was the last man on earth, terminally ill, and this was the last shot for humanity's procreation. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so then we cut to, like, late, obviously, Suzanne's in bed, and the phone rings while she's trying to sleep, and she's ignoring it. And then she listens to the radio, um... And the DJ says that his buddy Jack Dent, who just made 4-0 for the season, called 
and uh, he is reaching out to Suzanne because he knows she listens to this before she goes to bed. Mm-hmm. And he says if he do- if she doesn't answer the door, he'll break the door down. It's yeah. 1.16 in the an morning. odd scene, yeah. It's like yeah. the late, late hours. Like, I've been to sleep uh, four hours at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, if you take this out of context, that's creepy as fuck. Yeah. Like, it could be a I, horror movie. I did not like it. I don't, yeah. I don't appreciate yeah. it. Well, especially, I mean, that he comes in, he's like, I have a key, like, Consuelo's like, I'm yeah, going to get the big gun, like, this is all, you know. And doesn't know who he is. She's yeah. She's going to kill him. Yeah. And then he strolls into the room, scared of Consuelo, obviously. Obviously. He's still in his uniform. Mm-hmm. He's, he's come straight from the game. Straight from the game. First of all, this is a lie because his uniform is not dirty. He just played at least nine innings and there's no Oh, yeah, come on. Him. But yeah. if he really had... He wants to lie down in the bed and just talk. But you better get in the shower yeah, before you come into my yeah. house and ask to get in my bed. Like satin damn sheets. Come on. Disgusting. Take a <laughs> Leslie. Oh, Take a shower. Funny. Um, oh my god. So he's like messing around in her sheets and she's like, What what are you doing? And he said he thought he detected yeah. a man's outline in the bed. Which again, where do you get off? Even if there was a man in bed with her, it's not mm-hmm. your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, the only outline will be your chalk outline on the floor when the police get here. <sighs> and she has a headache, so she's a little bit hungover. Um, yeah. And she, she points out, she's like, you know, I made a fool out of myself in the locker room, but did you have to put it on the radio, too? I know. That was not... It was... I really didn't like that radio no. bit. It just seemed very forced and unnecessary on his part yeah it i mean it does serve for the next joke but i still didn't like it you know he says he does yeah. better when the whole city is cheering him on yeah and then he points out that her nightgown is on backwards mm-hmm. and she says how would you know and he says because the breasts go in front and then he offers so to strange. fix it and start no, get out of here get out of here get out get out get out of here yeah and he says he'll close his eyes and she says okay i'll throw up on you <laughs> Um, so then he actually starts talking about his book and he said, he, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he just wanted to write a book about baseball. Um, yeah. it was turned down by the first three publishers. <laughs> I mean, baseball is notoriously one of the most boring because it wasn't interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I like, I, well, I like baseball, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, like it's notoriously very, very boring. So yeah, it wasn't interesting and he was getting pushed to make yeah. it interesting. And so, I mean, he kept getting turned down. So he says, you know, to tell you the truth, like. I wrote parts of it with the guys, like, on on a away game at the back of the bus. Like, we were just having a good time. And so she realizes that all of this stuff about all these women he slept with isn't true. Mm-hmm. And he even says, he says, I didn't sleep with anyone who didn't have a quarter inch of facial hair and snored like a buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> not to be outdone, she says, well, all that shows is lack of discrimination. Oh, well, yeah. And, uh, you know, he's like, if you don't believe me, call my mother, call the guys, call the coach, like whoever. Wait, he specifically says, like, call my mother. And she's like, why would I call yeah. your mother? Like, I don't know. <laughs> she's, like, she's a stand-up lady. Just, yeah, so strange. <laughs> like, what would your mom know? She's just going to be on your side probably automatically. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he, he says, you know, why would I want anybody else? You're the best. Which mm-hmm. I thought was sweet. Um, and he says, even now when I'm with someone else, I close my eyes and think of you. And she's like, 
a little disappointed no. by that. But also, no. you know, she's like a little bit flattered because Suzanne. Of course. Yeah, but she says like, shut up, you're lying, yeah. you know? He's like, well, I was on a roll. He's like, I was on a roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a jock. I've taken a lot of balls to the head. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But he says that balls. the whole point of this was he just wanted her to see that the book was dedicated to her. Yeah. And she makes him swear that he never cheated or may lightning strike him dead. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, makes him promise to rewrite it. And mm-hmm. you know, he's he's like, even if it costs me the deal. And she's like, yeah. And so he agrees. And then he starts kissing her again. Which is cool. And he's like, we could uh, we could go away for a few days and do uh, terrible things to each other. Oh. And she's like, well, no, I'm going to bed. And he's like, oh, we yeah. could do that. We could do that here, too. And starts to climb in her bed. Again, you haven't had a shower. And. <laughs> Y'all, cleanliness is very important to Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she says she'll call Consuela on him. And he's like, well, okay, I'm going to I'm going to go have a good night. And yeah. um, he kisses her on the forehead, which is really cute. Yeah, that's one of my favorite little signs of affection there. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, how about one real one for old time's sake? And she's like, oh, OK. Mm-hmm. And they have a nice long intimate kiss. Mm-hmm. And she asks him what the dedication said. And he says, for Suzanne, thank you for being there. Pause. And for having large breasts. <laughs> I doubt it really said that part, right? He was kidding. Yeah. He was was kidding. it? All right. I think he was kidding. Okay. <laughs> And he's like, you know, you're okay. You know that? And she's like, you're okay, too. And um, he's like, I might throw you a no-hitter tomorrow. I might even throw or uh, might even score a home run. Mm-hmm. And then on his way out, he says, about that athletic cup. Now we're even. You know what? <laughs> Didn't get that before. Either. <laughs> so, and now I'm glad I'm thinking about it. Like, oh, okay. So dumb. Um, yeah. Wow. So, uh, did you have favorite outfit? Oh, shit. Uh, well, I like Suzanne's nightgown. Yeah. (laughs) It is kind of ridiculous. I have in, I have one nightgown that's really, really holy and kind of needs to just be retired. But in my life, I have worn plenty of nightgowns like that. And, well, I wouldn't like so much lace on it and stuff. But, um, yeah, I think it was, I think it was pretty fantastic. What was your favorite outfit? Um, so it was a toss-up, but I'm going to oh. pick. It was between um, Charlene's red dress and Mary Jo's green outfit, but I chose Charlene's okay. red dress because of okay. the shoulder pads. <laughs> she had a better shoulder pad uh, game this week than Mary Jo. Ooh, that's saying something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it it's amazing. It's like this deep red dress with like this gold bangle and this brooch um on her the first uh, scene, right? left side. Hmm? The one that's in the first scene, right? Yeah. Yep. And it's, like... um, it's a turtleneck and the, the shoulder pads are just amazing. And yeah, that turtleneck simple... had like a uh, shape is really good. Yeah. So it's very simple, yeah. but it's also like very eighties and very, um, very much the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it. Oh, man, I guess that's... Oh, wait, but we do have to have a quick rant about the fact that he's a male and an athlete, and he is, has to basically lie about having sex with people to make himself look better and to make people be more interested, and also it's going to basically shame the wife that he was married to at the time. We can't yeah. get through this episode without saying that. 
which people are people are told to add sex all the time anyway i'm sure they're like in all the memoirs like more sex or drugs or rock and roll or whatever yeah, people like, make it you know, more scandalous. yeah i'm sure that i think that kind of is probably even crosses gender lines mm-hmm. to an extent but i mean we can't lie that um definitely men are encouraged to be sexual and cads and whatever. And it's just kind of gross. So I do like that it came out that he was lying and that he's going to redo it, but yeah, it's still annoying. (laughs) Okay. Didn't want to, didn't want to end without saying that. Yes. That had to be pointed out. And next week uh, is our last episode of the season season finale. Isn't that weird? That is weird. We've almost gone through a whole season. Look at us. We stuck with it. Uh, why, what, did you think we wouldn't? No, I mean, I thought we would, but it's still nice to be like, <laughs> oh, we did the thing. <laughs> We're still doing it. I, you know what? We, uh, we've we been kind of figuring it out along the way, I feel, to an extent. So I, I'm really happy that we have kept going and that people are actually listening and we're having fun doing it. Cause that's what we promised each other, you know, yeah, as soon as it's, it's too much or not fun or whatever, then we stop. we'll stop. But, but it really is like the highlight of my week. Like there mm-hmm. are weeks where I start and I'm in a horrible mood. And then like by the end of it, I'm like, man, that was fun. Yeah. Usually when we, um, Oh, you mean like on Wednesday before we start talking, mm-hmm. you're in a horrible mood. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess it's, I mean, let's not lie. We used to live together, and now we don't. So it's kind of a nice way to, like, spend time yeah. together in different states, yeah. you know, and talk about something fun and beyond just, like, the talking that we do normally, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, check us out on the internets. Uh, yes. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. Um, if you like us, please review us and rate us on iTunes. It does help. Yes. Uh, I guess that's it, huh? We'll uh, see you guys next week. Yeah, see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Horseless Carriage Day, because it's 2016, and National Mule Day. So does the mule pull the carriage instead of the horse? Uh, uh. I'm sorry. That oh. was I get that wasn't very funny. <laughs> no, I, I'm Leslie. What? <laughs> I'm more confused by what. Wait, do it again. Uh, so it's horseless carriage day. Yes. It's also National Mule Day. <laughs> oh, I see. I just. Oh, you're gonna have to hold my hand through this episode. <laughs> I was already gonna warn you about when I was rewatching the episode. <laughs>